0: And honor the grandparents on this special day so we have our own grandparents day every year grandparents welcome to you welcome this is very special day for us because it's wonderful to have so many of the multi-generational three generations in our house we love that and so I want to just tell you you're not just welcome on grandparents day you're welcome every Sunday And we want you to feel like you are a part of our Catalyst family, because you are. And we're going to start right now with an honoring of our grandparents. And so I have a verse here. There's a verse here. I don't know if you've ever seen this verse. Leviticus 19.32, it says, stand up in the presence of the aged. Okay, now, grandparents, I'm sorry. These are not my words. These are the words of the Bible. So... Please don't take offense. The Bible says you're aged. And if you don't feel like you're in that category, that's okay. All right? But it says stand up in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere your God. I am the Lord. And I believe when we show respect to those that are older than us than the previous generations, we are actually showing an honor and respect to the Lord as well. And so we're gonna do this. We're gonna rise. So if you are not. A grandparent, I want you to stand up right now. Why don't you stand? And we're going to give a standing ovation, a praise for our grandparents. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Praise God for you. Thank you. Bless you. Praise to God for our grandparents. Thanks. You know, in the Bible, in the Bible, we clearly see that God is a generational God. He is a generational God. In fact, a primary way—I don't know if you knew this—but a primary way God identifies Himself is as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right? God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look at this verse, Exodus. Chapter three, verse 15, it says, God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. And so we have Abraham, the father of faith, right? In the Bible, we have his son, Isaac, and we have Abraham's grandson, jacob and so uh, moses is asking god what should i call you who are you and he says i am that i am but he also tells moses tell the israelites the god of abraham the god of isaac the god of jacob has sent me to you this is my name forever isn't that amazing god says this is my that's a long name but he says this is my name the god of abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The name you shall call me from generation to generations. So God is saying his name, who he is, he's the God of the generations. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the God of the father of faith, his son, and his grandson. We have a few multi-generational families in here. One's the Watada family so it would be like god saying i'm the god of ben i'm the god of greg and i'm the god of luke right the god of the watada the god of ben the god of greg and the god of luke he says i'm the god of abraham isaac and jacob now why why does god identify himself this way why does god say this is my name forever and so one of the things is. You know for those that believe in jesus christ we're secure in our in our eternity when we go to meet the lord in heaven one of the things you might call him is oh hi god of abraham god of isaac and god of jacob he says that's his name forever but why does he call him that i believe the reason why god identifies himself that way is because god is the god of family god is a god of family In fact, I believe God created you and I specifically for the purpose of being part of his family. Because God wanted a family. He wanted people, a group of people that would call him their father, that they would be his children forever, and we would live in family, loving family, community, forever and ever. That's God's heart. God's heart is for family. And He wants the generations to walk together. He wants the generations, father, son, grandson, mother, daughter, granddaughter. He wants the generations to walk together, heart to heart, arm in arm, as a generational family. You know when generations walk together, arm in arm, in harmony it produces tremendous strength tremendous security tremendous blessing when generations walk together especially when the generations are aligned with god spiritually that's powerful there's powerful anointing in generations that walk together in harmony with one another, and in alignment with God spiritually. Look at this verse. This is from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Paul writing about Timothy. He says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, Timothy, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Paul is saying Timothy's grandmother, Lois, carried the faith, the faith in Jesus Christ. And he's saying, that faith that your grandmother Lois carried was passed on to your mom, Eunice, and it got passed on to you, Timothy, this faith she carried. And this faith that the grandmother Lois carried, it established incredible favor and power within their family. I believe the older generations, and you know, we all move into that space, right? We all move into a place of being the oldest or the older generation. I believe God intended the older generations to not only pass on their faith, but pass on blessing, pass on goodness, pass on things of the Lord to the younger generations. Look at this verse in Genesis 12. It's about Abraham, the father of the nation, passing on, called to pass on blessing. Genesis 12, two through three. I will make your name great. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you, God speaking to Abraham. I will make your name great and I will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Whatever blessings you received in life, whatever good things that you have experienced, you can pass that on to your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Because God intended blessing in us to be a blessing to other people. He blesses us so that we can be a blessing to those around us. He blessed Abraham tremendously so that Abraham could be a blessing to all the peoples of the earth, including to Isaac and to Jacob and their families. Now, what is it to pass on blessing? If you have experienced in your life, or maybe you were passed on from your grandparents or your parents, a sense of love and security, you can pass that on to your children and to your grandchildren. That sense of love and security. It could be healthy relationships. Maybe you were blessed with healthy relationships. You can teach and you could pass that along to your children and grandchildren. Maybe it's financial blessings. Maybe it's strong sense of integrity. Maybe it's peace and harmony. You could pass that on. Maybe it's a good work ethic. Maybe it's faithfulness. Whatever it is, whatever you have received, you could pass that along. You know, my mom, she was uh, uh, the uh, daughter in her family, there were six children, she was one of six, and all her siblings have now passed away. My aunt, and it was interesting, she's the youngest. My oldest, her oldest sibling, my aunt, passed away a few months ago. So she's the only one of her family that's still alive, right? And, um, And she's the eldest of all her cousins because her dad was the oldest of his siblings. And so, right, she has, she has like cousins that are like my age, the age of her son or children. But she's like this, I, and I kind of tease her, I kind of talk to her, I kind of say, Mom, you're the matriarch of the family now. And then my mom's kind of easygoing, she's like happy-go-like, she just laughs. laughs. And it was very interesting because a couple of months ago, when my. Aunt passed away, her oldest sister, the last one besides her passed away. It was interesting because at the service, after on the, in the reception, I saw her cousins and my second cousins, I saw people going up to her and wanting to connect with her and talk with her. I thought, that's very interesting. I thought they're wanting to connect because she's the last person of that line, of that generation. So they're wanting to connect with her. And I told her, mom, I noticed all your cousins and all the, you know, my cousins and the younger ones, it seems like they all wanted to talk to you. They wanted to connect with you because you're the last one. And she kind of laughs. I said, mom, you could pass on blessing to them. And she goes like, what, What what are you saying? I go, mom, all you gotta do is when they come up to you, just say, bless you. All you gotta do is verbally say, I bless you, or I give you blessing, or I pass on the family blessing to you. And she goes, okay, well, you know, I go, well, you're the matriarch. That's very, very powerful. And so even the simple verbal, you know, when we hear something verbally, words are very powerful, especially when they're words from the Lord. They have power in the words themselves to impact people's lives, impact change, impart blessing to your children and to your grandchildren. It's very, very powerful, very, very powerful. You know, in a similar way, sometimes in our families, sometimes not only blessings are passed along, but the Bible says sometimes curses are passed along. Sometimes bad stuff gets passed along. Look at this, Numbers 14, 18. The Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love. That's who the Lord is. That's his heart for you. Slow to anger, filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. That's the heart of the God of the Bible. That's the heart of the Father of God abraham isaac and jacob the god of the abraham isaac and jacob but now listen to this he does not excuse the guilty he lays the sins of the parents upon their children the entire family is affected even children in the third and fourth generations and so this is there's this truth here god is a loving god god is a forgiving god God is a generous God. But there's a spiritual reality that if we carry shortcomings and failures and sins that have been probably passed along to us, that more than likely we will pass those things on to our children and to our grandchildren. And it says even to the fourth generation, the great-grandchildren, those can be passed along. And I believe we don't want to pass that. Do we? Do we? We don't want to, right? We don't want to pass that stuff on to our kids and our grandkids and our great-grandkids. That's why we need Jesus. That's where Jesus comes in. Because Jesus, in Jesus, we can find forgiveness and the power to heal that stuff The power to break that stuff, the power to cleanse us from that stuff, not only within us, but in our family lines. He can break it. He can change it. He can, only in him can we find forgiveness of everything and anything. Everything and anything can be forgiven in Jesus Christ because of what he did on the cross. and he could help us not only to be reconciled with our Heavenly Father, God doesn't want to just be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he wants to be your God. He wants to be the God of fill in your name. He wants to be the God of your children, fill in their name. He wants to be the God of your grandchildren, fill in their name. And so he wants us to come, and he can help us to be reconciled to him And also reconciled with our children and our grandchildren. So that stuff is cleaned and cleansed out, forgiven by the blood of Jesus. Power broken. Power broken. All the failures, all the sin, all the shortcoming, all the hurt and the harm, he wants to bring healing to that. And help us to reconcile and walk together heart to heart, arm in arm, spirit to spirit, aligned with God, walking in harmony and experiencing the blessing of the power of the Lord in our families and in the generations. And that's something we all want. That's something we all long for It's that connection family connection, heart-to-heart connection. You know, in the family growing up, my family growing up, we didn't, I can't even remember, uh, maybe once or twice, very few did we ever say to one another, in my family of five, my parents and three three children, I don't even, I can't hardly remember saying, telling each other, I love you. Right? Especially, I, I think probably many of you can relate to that, right? In our families, in our cultural background, or w- who we were growing up. Probably, you probably didn't hear that that often, and you probably didn't say that that often, right? Um, you know, and I always hear people say this. Well, I know my parents love me, be- but they didn't say it, but they just showed it in their actions. And I say, yeah, that's good. That's a that's good thing, that's a good thing. But you know what's even better? If not only if people show it in their actions, but they hear it through their people's words. Because words are very powerful. And so in my family, in my current family, we actually have, well, six now, because I have an amazing son-in-law. So we have six now in our family. We've been saying for, I don't know, last several years or for a time, we started saying, I love you a lot more. And okay, confession here, I have to say confession. It's very hard for me to say, I love you. A lot of times I'll say, love you, right? For some reason that seems a little bit easier, right? (laughs) But I'm getting there, okay, I'm getting there. And sometimes I say, I love you. And I send out like heart, heart, emojis and all this, you know, the emoji with the hat, smiley face, throwing kiss kisses and little hearts. And, I th- and then I share with some of my kids, you know, just one of Homer Simpson hugging his daughter Sally like this. And I send it out to Mindy and she sends it back, and you know? But I'm, we try to communicate much more through texting too. I love you, I love you. We say it a lot more. You know what? That's a good thing. It's a really good thing to hear the words. Not only to see it in the actions, but to hear those words. You know, I think those are words, three words, three simple words, I love you, those are words that we long to hear, that our hearts long To hear from our parents from our grandparents from our children from our grandchildren whether you admit it or not I know you I know me it's important it's powerful to hear those words so today I'm gonna give you a little challenge gonna give you a little challenge little application I'm gonna have the worship team come up now and and let me just say something okay well let me just give you the chance um, during the worship time we have about three songs I want to encourage you to huddle up in your clans okay if your clan is here parents grandparents parents children even great-grandchildren I want you to huddle together, and I want to encourage you to look each other in the eye and say, just say three easy, simple words, right? I love you. You can say it fast if you want. I love you. You can even, if, if that's too much for you, if the eye is too much for you, you can even into two. Love you, okay? You can see the love you. Okay, you can even say love, okay? But, but okay, okay, kids, 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 I want to speak to you right now this is where you could really help out your parents and your grandparents because you are much freer than your parents and grandparents and so i think it's much easier to tell, for you to tell them i love you i love you grandpa i love you grandma i love you mom i love you dad and when you say that first to them even though I would like the grandparents to go first, but even though, whether you say that first to them, it makes it much easier for your grandparent to respond, oh, I love you too, okay? So do you help them out, okay? Will you help them out when you get into your group? To tell them, tell each one, look at them and say, I love you, even to your siblings, okay? Okay, okay, so we're gonna do this, and if you're not here, If you're not here with your clan group, this does not only apply to flesh and blood families. At Catalyst, we are uphold, very importantly, this whole idea of God's spiritual family. We are a spiritual family, connected by the spirit through the Jesus Christ. So if you're not here with your flesh and blood family and you feel prompted, you feel led, just get together with some other people and speak affirmations, just say, I love you, and if that, again, if that's too much, you could just say, I love you in the Lord, okay? I love you in the Lord, all right? You could just huddle up, get together with friends, and other, if you'd like, optional, if you'd like to do that. But let's go, let's go huddle up. I'm going to go pray. You could be huddling up. God, thank you. God, thank you. You're the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. God, thank you that you're a generational God. God, thank you that you love one another deeply, you love us deeply, and you want us to experience generational blessing, generational goodness, generational favor to be released. So as the families, the flesh and blood families, and as the spiritual families are gathering together, Lord, give them the prompting, give them the heart, give them the spirit, give them the encouragement to speak those three simple words to one another, i love you i love you thank you lord in jesus name amen amen so huddle up in a circle and bless one another bless one another